Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Show 575 of my podcast, The Home Intelligent Rambling, right here on the Talk Shoe Network. I'm your host, Russ Hale, and one of the longest-running single-hosted pop culture podcasts in Ontario. Welcome to the show. And yes, you're saying, holy moly's, Russ, did you just do uh, two episodes, oh, two weeks in a row without, without a two-week gap? Yes, Yes, I'm doing that. Don't count this to happen too often. But I did need to get an extra show out this week, uh, you know, just to uh, meet my, um, you know, arrangements I have, the various people that send me stuff. So you get a bonus. You get a uh, bonus episode a week after the first, last one instead of two weeks. I said, don't expect that to always happen. But for this week, yeah, I'm going to throw this out for you today. What's on the show for this week? Well, we're going to start things off by going back in time a little to good old 1970s and classic Who with the um, Doctor Who and the Sunmakers, courtesy of BBC Home Entertainment. Some more classic Who reviews for you. Then we're going to go back to the present day, back to the, 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 the Big Easy, if you will, with... The uh, DVD review of NCIS New Orleans Season 5, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. Then we go from New Orleans to a a new world, if you will, with my 4K Blu-ray review of Pokemon Detective Pikachu, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment that they sent along me free to review for you. And then we go from that that movie based on a game to Avengers, my 4K Blu-ray review, Avengers Endgame, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Entertainment. That's all on this episode of Ramble with Russell. So we're going to take a quick little musical interlude right up the first review of the show. My DVD TV show review and classic Doctor Who DVD review for this episode is Doctor Who and the Sunmakers, starring the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker, and story 95. Now, this story that features Tom Baker's Doctor, one of my personal favorite Doctors of all time, I'm really hoping one day, I'm getting so, so close to it, having the whole run of Tom Baker on, well, I love the whole run of classic Who, but especially him on video in one way, shape, or form, and then just do a big Tom Baker marathon one day. I'm hoping that I'm getting so close, 
And BBC is certainly helping me with that uh, in this one. So this is an early Doctor Fourth Doctor Who Baker story, and this one features Leela Louise Jameson as his companion. And this Louise Jameson went on record saying this is one of her favorite Leela stories because how the character was written by Robert Holmes. Then and this one, the Doctor and Leela and K Nine, K Nine is in this one as well. Uh, land on Pluto in the distant future, distant future, and discover that the planet isn't as dead as you think it is. The, the, they, they soon discover that the Pluto not only has a breathable atmosphere, but it uh, enjoys six heat from six small suns, which is crazy. And the humans that live on this planet are taxed horribly and exploited heavily for the privilege of all those sons. So, of course, you know, it, it's um, it's off to Dr. and Leela to, to kind of help out and oppress the oppressed. Now, at the time of this story, the script, the, the writer for this, Robert Holmes, was experiencing tax problems by the UK and in, in England and also having these problems with the BBC. So this story is a bit of a reflection on those problems. He kind of wrote it around the same time, and it very much is very satirical. This is one of the more satirical Doctor Who stories. Now, audio commentary in this one you do get uh, by Tom Baker. Tom Baker does a lot of audio commentary in his episodes, and I love when he does that. So you get uh, commentary by him, as well as Louise Jamison as Leela. You get uh, Michael Keating, who is Gowdry in this one, and actor Pennant Roberts as well. So they're all audio commentary on all these tracks. I love, uh, again, a highlight of all these releases. You also get Running from the Taxman, a look at the making of the story and the science behind it with Louise Jameson, Michael Keaton, and director, and then the crew of it. You get, uh, and, and even an astronomer as well. You get... Uh, and strong Then you get also the Doctor composed the part two look of the career of Dudley Simpson, who did a ton of incidental background music for Doctor Who back in the day. Some of my favorite incidental music is from Dudley Simpson. Then you also um, so it's it's work on the show in the 1970s. You also get outtakes, the original BBC trailers for this. They always include those photo galleries and of course PDF materials, including Radio Times listings, production notes. And uh, it's all been remastered. And, of course, production modes. I always like to watch, read those when I'm watching episodes. Uh, when it comes to this story, I haven't seen this one in a long time. So it's kind of nice to visit with Doctor Who, with uh, Tom Baker, the fourth Doctor, and Leela and K-9 again. It is quite the story. And it's very satirical. And it is fun to watch. And it is uh, one of those... Not as popular Fourth Doctor stories, but still a good one. And it is, Leela is written really well in this one. And Leela, as well as she's worse, they're wearing the, you know, the deer skin stuff. So eye candy for all your dads out there. Um, so that is it. Uh, a good Fourth Doctor story. Um, not, and, and a nice kind of, the humor in this is really <laughs> interesting. And definitely worth checking out on this single disc release. That is my take of Doctor Who and the Sunmakers on DVD, courtesy of the great folks at BBC Home Video.
My TV show on DVD review for this episode is NCIS New Orleans, the fifth season, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. Now the second fifth season of this very popular show, starring good old Scott Bakula as Dwayne Pride, who is a leader of this said organization. Now, this is a, an interesting season for season five because we have a, a, a new cast member kind of join the team. This show, man, it's had a lot of cast changes in its five-year history, and this one is no exception to that rule. Now, joining the cast this time around is we have a brand new character called Hannah. Now, I started this episode, and this season kind of has, I don't know, a bit of a supernaturally kind of twist to it, but not in a spooky, like, ooh, gonna kill you. Supernatural twist. At the start of this season, Pride has has pretty much a near-death experience. Like, really? You're gonna kill him off? And because of that, he he has, he, he gets kind of visited by this kind of angelly character who, who kind of interacts with them throughout this season. And because of his, you know, near-death experience, the, the head-ups there, you know, the head people in, uh, in the organization decide that, you know, for a while anyway, since he just came back from almost dying, that somebody else kind of needs to, I guess, you know, take over the reins, if you will, and, and help out that organization. So that's, that's the premise if you will, of this fifth season. So so that happens. And so joining the cast because of that is that they get kind of a new boss. And Dwayne, for the most part, kind of... It's not that he totally steps away, but he definitely has, I don't know, uh, a lesser role this season than um, previous seasons, which is kind of odd to say because, you know, he's like the major part of the show. So the, the person that gets added to this is the character of Hannah Corey, played by Nakar Zadigan. So, so she is kind of the, um, I guess, the major drive of this because the one of the characters that was part of, uh, you know, previous seasons, we had a recent departure of um, Meredith Brody, played by Zoe McLean or McLennan. So so this is a new wrinkle to the team. So that's part of the the kind of you know impression when it when it comes to this when it comes to um when when it comes to this uh this team here. So you have that mixed into it. Also you have a, so you have a kind of a new boss to the situation. You also have LaSalle's dad kind of plays into this role. You also have Tammy and Sebastian kind of getting along in a really odd kind of way. You um, you also get Seb kind of takes Sebastian, kind of becomes more of an agent more than just the forensic guy that gets stuck in the lab. You've, we've seen that in the last few seasons. He's really kind of blossomed that way. Also in this season, much like many NCISOs, another Star Trek alumni pays visit this time it is lavar burton not only directs an episode but has a role in it so that's kind of cool see him in that as well overall it, it is a you know a um, a good season it again they do take a little more of a supernaturally t- twist and there are repercussions 
with that too, there is there is a loss uh, by one of the team members of one of their family members. I won't say which, but that has quite an effect in this season. So you that's that's kind of the story arc of it. As always with NCIS, you got a lot of extras. No episode commentary. I'm continually disappointed with TV shows that don't seem to want to do episode commentary. We have a 20-plus episode season, and nobody wants to do that. We do get a... Um, you do get a celebration of the 100th episode. Yes, because this show is hitting the fifth season, we do get a 100th episode of this program. You get a you know, cast and crew look back at season five. These are always good. You get the Houdat, Hannah Curry. This is a more of an in-depth look on the character and how she joined the show. You you also get uh, a subject called Off... Uh, you also get a featurette called Off Subject. It's a neat little featurette. That that covers uh, all the covers you know, like little featurettes on on different things. If like with the question, sorry, if you hadn't been an actor, worst job, favorite behind the scenes moment, turning down roles, ideal man, and favorite thing about New Orleans. And these little segments, all the cast members kind of give their spiel on that take. You also um, get with this, uh, you also get the pilot episodes for not only Star Trek Discovery, but also of SEAL Team, which is kind of cool. For some reason, I don't know why, there's no gag reel for this season, which is, I like gag reels, and CBS is usually pretty good about it. You can go into this season not knowing a lot of the characters. You know, if, if you want to, you just got to know that, you know, Dwayne Pride is kind of the father figure, you know, look, out, look up to him, that kind of thing. But, you know, a lot of the stuff, you really won't get a complete understanding of all the character relationships beyond the basics unless you kind of watch the previous seasons, if you will, and and go by that. So, yeah, that there's something you said for doing that. Overall, it is what it is. I am an old school fan. I kind of prefer Bacula as Sam Beckett in Quantum Leap. But my wife loves him in this role. He's good. Uh, I just, I just, something about Quantum Leap, I just still love. Uh, but, you know, if you want to get your fill of Bacula, that, and so far, with this being the fifth season and going into their sixth, now, as far as I know, this is the longest running show that Bacula has been in a lead in with on TV because Enterprise only went for four and Quantum Leap stopped at five. So there you go. This should mark the longest run he's had as a lead in a network TV show. So, bully on Scott. How many more seasons past the sixth? I do not know, you know, how many more we'll get after the sixth coming up. But we shall see. But he's already at least broken that record, so that's something to be said for. Oh, and I did get a chance to meet Scott Bakula. Well, not formally, but years ago, I'm part of my convention coverage. If you go back in the archives... I did sit on a Q&A with said person, and I did get to ask a question to him and Mr. Stockwell about Quantum Leap. So if you're curious, go back in the archives. You may not find them here in Libsyn. You may have to go back. I may not find them here in Talk Show. Talk show. You may have to go back to Libsyn days. And I'll have a link for all that, of course, at the end of the show. And have a look uh, at some of my older convention coverage, because I know there is one I did talk to him on so yeah if you're curious look through the archives and check that out so that is my take of ncis new orleans season five 
on DVD. On the fifth season on DVD, courtesy of the great folks of Paramount Home Entertainment. Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Pokemon Detective Pikachu, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. And just to let you know, this movie was sent to me for free from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment to review on this very program. So I thank them for that. Now, I heard about this movie which is a while back, and I was always curious about it. Now, I'm not going to admit Ramblers, I am the biggest Pokemon fan. I will admit I did watch the uh, early kind of season stuff of it ages ago with good old Ash Ketchum and Team Rocket. Because that show, it was funny in a way, and I watched a bit of it. I admit to watching 
well, you know, years ago, and I had more time to watch Pokemon. I, I watched some episodes of Pokemon, so I'm familiar with it, with some of the Pokemon, some of the creatures in it. So I'm not a total ignorant Pokemon person, right? But I never played the game, and when that Pokemon Go, you know, where you're going around and trying to find them with your phone, I didn't do that, because I didn't want to drain my phone and, you know, walk off a cliff. Like, some, seriously, some people did that. So I was never into that. But I've always had an interest in these ones. I've, I've seen the, the, the first Pokemon animated movie, so I've seen a few of those. So I'm not saying I don't hate it. I'm just not a huge fanboy. So I was curious to see, this is the first live action slash CGI version of this. I was curious to see how this went. Didn't get a chance to see this in theaters because, you know, Ramblers, my theater days are very limited these days. The movie stars uh, Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu. Now, yes, this is the same Ryan Reynolds who's been Deadpool the last couple of <laughs> movies he's been out. And he does a really good job. And you're thinking, wow, that's an interesting choice. But he really works. They did a good job in this movie of um, kind of matching his dialogue with the mouth movements and the characterizations of the Pikachu, which is really cool. Your, your human leads in this. Uh, you have two leads, got a, two kid leads. The characters of Tim Goodman, played by Justice Smith, and no, just because his last name is Smith, he is not Jada and Will's kid. Not related to them in any way, shape, or form. He's actually Canadian, which is yay for him. So even though he shares the last name, he is not part of the family. And I had to check that out. I had to kind of double take and go, wait a minute, is he... Related. And no, he isn't. No, no, I stand corrected. He's not Canadian. He's born in California, in Los Angeles. But he's not related to that family. So, there you go. Uh, so, he plays um, that. And then the other kind of female lead is the character of Lucy Stevens, who's a reporter, played by Catherine Newton. Now, the story involves around the character of Tim, who we establishes early in the movie that he used to be really into Pokemon. But he had a bad experience with the Cubone, and that kind of put him off it completely, and he went into being uh, a CSR for an insur a customer service representative for an insurance company. That's his life. So he gave up his Pokemon dream, and 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 we learned that early on his 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 uh, kind of mom died, and his dad kind of went into his work and. And left the kid with his grandmother and is kind of raised by his grandmother. So his relationship with his dad is really, you know, rough to say the least. So what happens is the kid's working away being an insurance agent and he gets called in by the police to the city, this kind of all Pokemon city that his dad has been killed. He's been in a really bad car accident. And and they and they, they call the kid over to, you know, because he's a living relative. So the kid goes to the city, and this is an amazing city. This is in this city, Pokemon and humans live as one. It's not, you know, trying to catch them all the time. It's kind of evolved from that, and they cohabitate within the city. And a lot of them are like working like as you know, squirtles or like helping the firemen out. It's a very symbiotic relationship. So the kid goes to the city to, you know, take care of, you know, his father being presumed dead. And he quickly, you know, finds himself wrapped up in this mystery that what really happened to his father. So that's kind of the premise of this story. Now, I don't want to go into too much 
because you know me, folks, I am spoiler free in this show, and that's the way I am. Yeah, so he 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 gets and finds out there's a mystery behind his father's, you know, what happened to his father, and he gets joined by Lucy, who who's a, like a intern at this news station. And they they journey to find out what really happened to his dad. And there's a lot of twists and turns along the way. A lot of Pokemon, you know, kind of appear throughout the, the part of the story. There's a Charizard that's... Man, that's a good-looking Charizard. Now, for the most part... Excuse me, I have to drink. The most part, the the um, the animation on it is pretty good. Like, Pikachu especially. You can tell... And there's a funny scene with Mr. Mime. They threw a lot of money into Pikachu. His fur is gorgeous. Now, there's parts in this movie where that's great. They threw a lot of money into Pikachu. But there's another character in this movie, and I won't say who or what it is, because it's kind of a bit of a spoiler, that um, that they could have, should have thrown a lot of money at, and they didn't. And there are parts in this movie where you see this character, especially from behind, and you're going, man, I think they missed a bit of CGI somewhere in this part of the character. It looks like it's a little, like, not finished. Maybe it's just me, Ramblers, if you don't think it's just me, but there's a part of a character, it's a predominant character besides Pikachu near the end, uh, a Pokemon, that is like, I don't think they totally animated <clears throat> that part of its anatomy properly. You be the judge. I just, I had to look at it a few times and go, wait a minute. Now, it makes me wish I had a bigger screen, you know, to really note, just really kind of blow it up a bit. But yeah, um, you'll probably notice even more in Forte. It's like, why did you not finish that? Overall, it's a fun story. It's it's really a, a bonding story. There's a twist at the end to this story that sort of makes sense. Kind of. Uh, in a way, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you're like, oh, and then you it, it kind of goes from there. You may or not see it coming. I don't know, uh, but it's interesting. Also, Psyduck has a pretty big role in this. Overall, it's a fun movie. Um, you know, as, as me, I said, not being the biggest Pika Pika fan of the, 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 the franchise, I find it enjoyable. You know, you don't have to know a heck of a lot about Pokemon to really understand it. It kind of helps in a way, but it isn't. There are lots of Easter eggs in this. Holy moly. It is full of it. Uh, and there are some good comedic moments and a really heartwarming story in this. And be prepared. There may be a spot where it makes you want to cry. Uh, for extras. And you know what? I, I've said for ages, Warner Brothers... Uh, for years ago, Warner Brothers had this thing called Maximum Movie Mode. I don't know if you remember it. And they went away from it for a while. And this was a great thing. And I had this in my older Blu-rays where you watch a movie. And as you're watching a movie, th there's behind the scenes stuff being played like picture in picture and a lot of and there's pop ups of stuff about the movie as you watch it. So you can watch it normally or watch it with that mode. And that went away for the longest time. I have some really older Blu-ray releases that have that, like Watchmen has it, and it's really good. But that went away, and they, they brought it back in this movie, but they're calling it Detective Mode. But the premise is still the same. 
this is definitely something you don't want to you want to watch this after you've watched the movie for the first time. If you've already seen the movie in the theater and you're watching this again, watch the maximum movie mode thing, a uh, detective mode thing first. Then you'll get all that out of it. But if you haven't seen the movie before, like me, fresh, watch it after. It's worth rewatching the movie for this stuff. And it really educates you in all the different Pokemon that are in this movie. They've had like over 30, like close to 60 different Pokemon in this movie. And there's way more than that in existence. And you did see some evolutions happen on screen. Those were actually really well done. Uh, for extras, besides the maximum movie mode, and that's the, the biggest part about it, you also get an alternative opening, an interesting one, if you will. I can see why they changed it. Uh, my Pokemon Adventure, this is just the actors talking about, they're, they're doing this. Crafting the world of Detective Pichu featurettes. There's a bunch of featurettes that go into the behind the scenes and how they did it. It would have been nice if it was a little more in depth than how they did some of these scenes, but at least it gives you a taste of what they did. You do get um, you do get one featurette called Mr. Mime's audio commentary. And you, if you know anything about Mr. Mime, it's a funny little <laughs> featurette. You also get another tongue-in-cheek one of Ryan Reynolds outside the actor's studio talking about his um his him becoming Pikachu, which is very severely tongue-in-cheek and funny. And then you get a um a um, a music video by one of the um, song singers in this one, an artist I've never heard of. My wife knows her because she loves pop music. I went, all right, I never heard of her before. But you get the music video of the song that she sings at the in the end credits to this. No end credit scenes, no hints on what's to come with the sequel. I don't know where they'll go with this one. I I think. There's an audience for another similar type of Pokemon movie like this, this live action thing. I would recommend cleaning up the effects a little bit more. Um, do that. Uh, there is no like full audio commentary, like legit one in this one. Uh, I think that's a shame. I would love to have heard one with the director and especially the actors in it, especially, uh, you know, Tim, uh, Justice Smith and, um, and, um, and Kathleen Newton. And it, the, the villain of this is, is, um, well, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to spoil things. Uh, Bill Nye has a role in this one and he's really good. He is amazing. His, uh, uh acting. And Ken Watanabe is in this one as well. I believe he's in the new Godzilla movie too. So he's, Warner Brothers is treating him well. He's in this one as a detective. Uh, that's kind of your main actors. Everybody else is kind of, I've never heard of them before. Uh, overall, it is a fun movie. Uh, lots of nods to the series and points to Brian Reynolds, man. A guy who can be as non-PG as Deadpool and yet do this as well. <laughs> so there you go. So that is my take of Pokemon Detective Pikachu on 4K Blu-ray courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. That's why it starts with an earthquake Burn snakes on their plane Lenny Bruce is not afraid I have a hurricane such as I'm sure once Every time he's done, so I run his feet up and I speak 
from no strength of life Rather shut the we're fear from time Fire in the fire, represent the seven games And I go from the fire and the combat side Therefore was not coming in a hurry with a freedom moving down your neck Team of team and body, no for drive, for a group, look at that low plane Fine, damn, uh-oh, overflow, population coming through But I don't do semi self, semi self, for it's semi turn this Listen to your heart beat with a river, I'm a river, I'm a river, right, right to Patriotic, patriotic, slam, boom, neck, right, feeling pretty sick It's the end of the world as we know it episode is Avengers Endgame, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Video. Now, if you're looking to, um, and this course sent to me by Walt Disney Home Video to review for free on the show. Now, if you're looking for the my official Avengers Endgame movie review, I'm not going to totally talk about the movie on this review. If you want to hear what I have to say about it, spoiler free, mind you, just go back here in the archives of the show, back to run around. The movie was released in theaters and look for my show with that review in it there. That one, I give you my full impressions of that movie fresh from the movie theater, pretty fresh. And you can hear what I think about it there. Uh, short review. I, I really enjoyed the movie. I rewatched it again a second time so I could listen to the commentary track and mostly this review will be talking about the extras included in this and and yeah it's still man there's just scenes like i said in the first still get to me although i have to admit watching it the second time at home just me didn't have that kind of fan group experience i did in the theater so for all of you that didn't get to do that I'm sorry. It it was an amazing experience, and it was definitely worth it while it was in theaters. I'm glad I got to see it the first time that way. So 
just keep that in mind. It was it was one of those movies. I am so glad because I don't go to movies much anymore, like I used to. Ramblers. I'm glad I made an effort to see it in theaters. So it's still good. It just doesn't have that kind of, you know, that group kind of yeah, and 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 you know those those moments that shared experience, if you will, just isn't there like it was before. So we're not going to talk a lot about that movie. I, I enjoyed it. It was one of the best movies I've seen this year, hands down. Absolutely. So we'll leave it at that. I said, you want more of my dull impressions? Listen to that review. I encourage you. So for this about around, I'm just going to talk about the extras. Now I got to say, um, the, the packaging, I got to give credit to Disney. I, you know, I said this was sent to me for free for a few purposes. I love the foil packaging in this. It is so cool. It's like shiny and almost 3D-ish. Really well done job on this movie. And this movie, absolutely, you want to watch this in 4K, gentlemen. So, for extras on this disc, you all you get a great featurette. I love this one, personally. On Remembering Stan Lee. This is a great featurette where they interview Stan before he died and all his little cameos, and it's a nice little montage with Stan. Uh, that is so cool. I really appreciate that. You also get um, setting the tone. Uh, so you get so you get that as a featurette. You get a bunch of other featurettes as well. You get a featurette about uh, Robert Downey Jr., how they cast him for the role. And I remember back in the day, before Iron Man 1, and, and it was like, you're really casting Robert Downey? He's had a lot of problems. So they go over that. You also get a great one on uh, Black Widow uh, as well. You get one on Captain America. Uh, that is such a really good one on Cap and his journey in this movie, Man Out of Time. Uh, that one is such a good one. You get, uh, <laughs> you get a little feature on Brothor and how he looked, you know, with his suit. I uh, get deleted scenes. You do get a gag reel, which is so cool. And then you get the Russo brothers' journey to Endgame. This is where they they kind of talk about the 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 you know this ten plus year journey they did with these movies. And of course, you also get audio commentary with the Russo brothers and a few others, which I I really appreciate. It's so cool. I did like listening to the audio commentary. It is worth checking out. The only thing it's missing is I wish there could have been some actors like. Downey, Robert Tatt Jr., and maybe Evans, and maybe um, Helmsworth as part of the commentary would have been fantastical. I did find watching the watching the movie again, I could really, I had time, because I'd seen it before, to really analyze that last end sequence. And there were times I'm going like, I'm just going to pause it right here. And, and it really is, Man, it's visually one of the best movies ever. Yeah, I will say a lot of characters get shortchanged in this, but that's just the way it goes. So those are your extras. A lot of the featurettes, I will admit, are kind of short. But because the movie is so long, you only get a Blu-ray disc with the movie and the commentary, you get a second regular Blu-ray with just the special features, which is cool. I'm glad they did that. Now, it would have been nice if the, the special features themselves had more meat on the bones, I would have loved to have seen like just a whole hour plus, you know, behind the scenes making of this movie featurette. That would have been super cool. And, and the, um, and all those, you know, and the deleted scenes are interesting. 
but I can see why they cut them. And some of them are funny because they will have dialogue by Rocket, Rocket Raccoon, but it's really crappy CGI because they never finished it. Now, a lot of you are saying, hey, Russ, you know, this movie just re-released recently. Are there extra scenes at the end of the credits like they said there would be in the re-release? I'm going to tell you, no. Now, I didn't go out in the theaters to see it again because, you know, time is money is money is time. So I have no idea what they put tacked on the end of it when they re-released it. You don't have that here. You just have what I saw in a theater. So, uh, my thought is this, and I don't have any confirmation of this, Ramblers. I'll know when you know. Although, if I'm going to call it right here in August, wouldn't surprise me, dollars to donuts, that just like they did with Force Awakens. You remember when Force Awakens came out and they had a, just a bare-bones Blu-ray release? And I said, and you can go back to old shows. I challenge you. Go back to my early review of Force Awakens. And I said, when I reviewed that, I said, dollars to donuts, Disney is not just going to release this version of the movie. There is going to be another re-release of this movie months after this original one came out that was really, you know, skimpy and extras. And, and I was right. I, you know, you look back that months after uh, The Force Awakens was released in theaters, what did Disney do? They released a special, full, special edition release of Force Awakens with a buttload more of new extras in a really fancy packaging with the lightsaber thing. Remember that? And 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 they did it just like I thought. I still have that somewhere in my in the archives. But but and I predict with Avengers Endgame because the 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 these featurettes were so short because we didn't get the re-release with the whatever extra scenes they tacked on the end of it. I think by this Christmas, because they love doing this Christmas, before the end of this year, mark my words, I'm calling a record with this one now, just like I did with Force Awakens. Disney, I've heard nothing about this officially at all, that the Disney release, a special edition Blu-ray release, might even throw in 4K with that, I don't know, of Avengers Endgame with Bammo, more behind the scenes, longer ones, more in-depth ones, and probably that extra, those extra scenes that were put in the re-release that didn't get put in this release. So watch it. I'm, I'm saying this now in August. We will, this comes back. We come back, you know, in December, around November, December. And, and I will come back to this if I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But don't say I didn't told you so. So if you're really hankering to get a copy of Endgame, here you, this is it, right here. But if you're like a lot of people and you're saying to yourself, you know, maybe I want to wait until the fall. You can gamble and that may happen because Disney's Disney. This is still owned by the big mouse. We will see if that case. So, you know, if you really want to watch it again, yeah, this is a great version. But if you're one of those people that really want some extra footage, like behind the scenes, and you really want to see what the heck was in the theaters that they didn't put in this one, I say by December. I can call in it right now. We shall see. 
but that's it. Overall, I, you know, a decent set of extras. I'm glad they at least put them on a second Blu-ray because with the three-hour-long movie and commentary track, yeah, that wasn't going to fit. Overall, I mean, the extras are good. It gives you a bit of meat on your bones, like, wow, this is cool. This is how all this stuff was done. And the Stanley tribute is fantastic. But if you're hankering for more, I I think that may yet to come. So just don't be surprised if once from now I'm right. So that is it. And, and yeah, if you're going to go 4K, gorgeous movie. Although, as always, folks, I do like to point out French translations. For this one... Um, and, and, you know, the French translation is phase, phase finale, which is final phase, which is really not the best name for this because this is only phase three and phase four and phase five are still coming. So to call this the final phase, I, you know, I, I would not I would not call it that because that that's not really what it is. Now, of course, you know me, folks. I, I try to give you the proper translation. So the proper translation of what it should have been, and maybe this didn't roll off the tongue for people, is it should have been fin de jou. That is endgame. That is the actual French translation for endgame. Avengers, fin de jou, and not Avengers. Fez finale. Finale. So that's me. I didn't pick these things, but because maybe it just didn't roll off the tongue as much, but there you go. It is rated as a cinematic, a once in a lifetime cinematic event by Taylor Solon of Superhero Hype. Yeah. Uh, it is an event if you saw it in the theater. If you, the only way you can make this event again is if you invite a bunch of people over that for some reason haven't seen this yet and then watch it on a really big screen with some really good sound to recreate all the did I just see that moment and bring tissues if you do that. But that's about the only way you can really recreate it. But overall, a great, as I said before, a great pretty much conclusion to the to that whole Infinity Saga. Although... I hear Spider-Man Far From Home will be more of the official kind of wrapping up the loose ends. And I'm very curious to see that. That won't hit video for quite some time. Rest assured, though, Ramblers, when I do see a request for that release, I'll be putting it down so you can see the movie that apparently wraps the bow on Phase 3 of the MCU. So that is my take of Avengers Endgame on 4K Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this episode of the show. Hope you all enjoyed it. As always, you can touch me with a number of ways. You can always check me out on Twitter. I'm at Rambling Russ at R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me, I'll tweet you back. Appreciate all the tweets on Twitter and any kind of new show news and artwork. I always try to put it up on Twitter. And, and, and please give me a follow. I appreciate that. If you follow me, I will follow you. Or do my best 
to do so. Of course, you can catch all new episodes right here on the Talk Shoot Network. I am show 18411. That is my caller ID on the Talk Shoot Network. All my new shows from, uh, say, 2014 to today, except for a little gap there where Talk Shoot lost some of my shows is right here in Talk Show for my older shows from 2006 when I started this journey way back 13 plus years ago. You can still find them at http full colon backslash backslash ramblingrust.libsyn.com. That is my official home on, that is my older home on the internet where you can find all kinds of older shows from interviews, reviews, podcasts, uh, uh, convention coverage, lots of good reviews, all there on that feed. Of course, you can check out all my older shows as well on in in uh, iTunes Store under podcasts. Just type in Ramble Russell, you'll find them there. Now, not only will you find new shows right here on TalkShoe, you also find my shows scattered in many directories across the World Wide Web. But recently, I took this a step further. Not only can you find new shows here. But you can also find brand new episodes as soon as they post here. Also on Spotify and Google Play. So if you want to look me up in there, just got hooked up with those guys fairly recently. So if you want to use those, listen to my show on your mobile device, please go ahead and do so. I am there if you look hard enough. Coming up on future episodes of the show. Oh, I got a lot to talk about. When it comes to that, just got a copy recently at the time of this recording of Batman Hush, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. They sent it to me for free to review for you. Really looking forward to that. I have not read that storyline. I'm a little behind in current storylines of comics. I may be tempted to catch on up on that before I watch the video, but I'm definitely looking forward to doing that. Got that sent to me to check out. Also, good folks at Sony sent me season two. Of the good doctor, so I'll probably try to get through that relatively soon. Still have lots of episodes of some classic Who to review for you, courtesy of BBC Home Entertainment, including the seventh, second Doctor and Doctor Who and the Crotons, first Doctor and Doctor Who and the Time Meddler, and the first three Doctors and Doctor Who and the Three Doctors Special Edition, all on DVD, courtesy of BBC Home Entertainment. So that's all coming up. In future episode of the show. Also, still keeping working on doing some superhero catch-up to all the Arrowverse shows, including Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Trying to catch up, but not last season, but the season before. Because I have put on a request in for for review copies of all the soon-to-be-released last season copies. Copies of those shows. So I'm going to work on the next couple of months or so to superhero catch up, catch up to those reviews in advance of the new releases coming out uh, later this month in September and I think October as well. Those uh, Arrowverse shows and maybe Gotham as well. So keep listening for those. Uh, I did that once before. So some CW. Catch up coming as well. Also, um, there is coming out very soon Elementary, um, the seventh final season. I need to get caught up in season six. I'll be doing that very soon. Also, later this month, uh, next couple weeks or so, should get a copy of the new Godzilla King of the Monsters, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. That is coming out in video 
sometime this month. I really hope to get a copy of that Blu-ray, hopefully 4K, to review for you guys, because that is a sequel, of course, to the 2004 Godzilla, which I have talked about on this very show. If you're going to go back to the archives, you'll find that, because that first one, I was a little disappointed in that one. So, and listen to the review, you'll hear why. Looking forward to the King of the Monsters because not just Godzilla, it's all the kaijus uh, coming out and it looks super good. So I'm really for, I, I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater and I'm really looking forward to checking that out when it comes on home for you and I'll give you my take on that one. That's coming up in a future show later this month. Um, also as well, or in September, I uh, might do some, uh, also more catch up from stuff for Warner Brothers Home Entertainment that uh, I bought for and didn't get sent to me, but I might talk about them still. Cleaning Batman, Ninja, Justice League versus the Fatal Five, Reign of the Superman and Death of Superman uh, movies, uh, either separately or combined, and Black Lightning Season Unsa as well. So we shall see when it comes to that. I got a lot, this next couple months, Rambler is going to be crazy for me. Probably, as I said in a previous episode, probably moving either September or October. That's TBD. So I'll be recording this show in a brand new location somewhere in the Niagara region. <laughs> Still on the Mac, though. I'm sticking with the MacBook for now. Uh, but yeah, so schlepping my stuff some more. And I won't want to do comedy again until September because they're doing renovations. So that's more stuff in the future. That is it for me. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time right here on Rambo with Russell. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.